0: The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self-polishing glow coat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with crazy rhythm. During the coming holiday season, there's probably going to be more activity than usual around your home. There'll be more wear and tear on your floors, especially in the kitchen. If those floors are protected with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, you won't have to worry about them at all. If you're not using glow coat now, this would be an excellent time to try it. Glow coat offers many advantages. First, it protects linoleum against wear, scratches, and dirt. Cleaning is easier because spilled things are quickly wiped up with a damp cloth. Second, glow coat makes linoleum floors more beautiful, gives them a gleaming polish that keeps the colors fresh and bright. Third, it makes the linoleum last longer. And fourth, it's a wonderful time and labor saver. Johnson's glow coat is self-polishing. It needs no rubbing or buffing. You simply apply and let dry. In 20 minutes, your floors shine with new beauty. Be sure Johnson's glow coat is on your next shopping list. Christmas packages early is a great idea for two reasons. One, it gets them off your mind. And two, the recipient has time to look his gift over and change yours for something cheaper. (laughs) So here at 79 Wistful Vista, about to depart for the post office with arms full of packages, we find Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: In a yeah. Let's be sure we got everything. Okay. Here's the one for Aunt Bess. Yeah. One for Uncle Dennis. We don't have to mail that. He'll be with us over Christmas.
2: He's going to be with us here for Christmas? Sure. Oh, happy Yule time. McGee, don't be like that. Where's your Christmas spirit? I had it up on my closet shelf, and Uncle Dennis found it, and McGee!
1: He... That's enough of that.
2: Yeah. Would have been enough for me, but that guy is so thirsty. Please! Please, let's not discuss
1: Uncle Dennis anymore. Okay.
2: Hey, why don't we go down to the post office after supper instead of now? There might be less of a crowd down there. I don't
1: know if they're open that late.
2: Oh, I'll call. See, hand me that phone. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me the post up. Op... Oh, is that you, Mert? Uh... <laughs> you. How's everything, Mert? It is, eh? What's say, Mert? Your 17 year old sister had her face lifted.
1: Oh, heavenly days. What'd she do that for?
2: She couldn't help it. She bought a false face for a New Year's party and somebody swiped it.
3: <laughs>
2: What's say, Mert? Yeah. Yes, it laid there.
3: <laughs>
2: what say? Oh, the post office don't answer, eh? Oh, okay, never <laughs> mind, Mert. Well, come on, Molly. I guess we better go on down there now.
1: All right. You got enough money with you for stamps? Oh,
2: I don't need any. I got an account with the government. Income tax, FHA, HOLC.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. Come in. Hey, Mr. McGee. Huh?
2: Come over to my house right away, will you? What's the matter now? My brother was rehearsing his Santa Claus act, and he got
4: a horn caught in his pants.
2: Well, he's too old to be playing with toys like that. That
4: ain't one of the toys. It's one of the reindeer. Hurry, will you?
1: Well, are you going, McGee?
2: Nah, he ain't the only guy who gets antlers in his pants around Christmas. <laughs> now, let's see, you take those four packages there, and I'll carry these cups. Hey, what's in this big one here?
1: Which one? This one. Oh, that?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Well, that's a new aluminum baking dish I got for Aunt Sarah.
2: Oh, a camisole, eh?
1: <laughs> no, you mean casserole, dearie.
2: I do not. Casserole is medicine.
1: Go on. That's castor oil.
2: Well, then what's a camisole?
1: Well, a camisole is the... a... <laughs> well, it's a sort of a... <laughs>
2: uh-huh. You see? So it is something you cook in. Well, it could be in hot weather. Well, anyway, I'll bet that's a good...
1: No, we'll never get to the post office if people keep uh... coming in like this. See who it is, dearie. Hey...
2: It's Gildersleeve, oh. with an arm full of Christmas presents and a big smile on his face. Oh, dear. Must be bringing us our presents. Oh,
1: and I haven't got his wrapped up yet. Oh, well.
2: Come in, come in, come in.
1: Well, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. How nice to see you. Ah,
2: uh, hi, Gildy old man. You're looking well. New suit?
5: Why, no, it's the same suit I always wear.
1: Well, it certainly looks nice. Have a chair, Mr. Gildersleeve. I have a
5: cigar, too. Yeah, no, thanks. I just dropped How in. How is
1: dear Mrs. Gildersleeve?
5: Why, she's <laughs> splendid, thank you. But the reason I came you No, know, over... I was just saying to Molly.
3: <laughs>
2: Molly, I says, we got to do something nice for Gildersleeve this Christmas. He's been a mighty fine neighbor, I says. And
1: I says, yes, McGee, I says. He's been so nice to us, I says. <laughs> No, I hope he doesn't give us anything.
5: Well, I'm glad you feel that way about it, Mrs. <laughs> McGee, because I'm not giving you anything.
2: Hmm. That is the same old suit you got on, isn't it?
3: <laughs>
2: Getting pretty baggy, too, if you ask me.
1: Was there uh, something you wanted, Mr. Gildersleeve? We were just leaving for the post office. Oh,
5: yes. McGee told me this morning you were going to the post office. I just stopped in to see if you'd mail these packages for me while you were down there. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Why, shucks, we already got more than we and can... And I talk. wish you'd buy me some stamps, too, while you're at it.
1: Say, so you might save time, Mr. if to get your stamps at Kramer's drugstore.
5: Oh, they're too expensive down there.
1: <laughs> what do you
5: mean, expensive? Stamps are the same everywhere. Yeah, I know, but I hate to go into a store and buy stamps. They don't make any profit on them. Well, what's that got so to So, I usually make a few purchases to ease my conscience. Oh,
1: oh I see. Yes.
5: The last time I bought a two-cent stamp in a drugstore, I came home with a hot water bottle, toy submarine, three rolls of film, a rental detective story, and a couple of badminton rackets, and a big gob of hot fudge on my neck
2: A guy as fat as you are has got no business eating hot fudge. Who's fat? Well, besides you, there's Oliver Hardy, Don Wilson, Paul Whiteman.
5: Oh! You're a hard man, McGee.
1: Now, let's not get into any argument, boys. We'll get your stamps for you, Mr. Gildersleeve. Yeah. What kind do you
3: want?
5: Well, I want two sheets of fives, four sheets of ones, one sheet of twos, and three sheets of fours. Spit out your gum and do it again, Gildersleeve. Well. I want three sheets of twos, two of threes, four of fives, and fives of fours.
1: How about six of ones and half a dozen of
3: the
2: others? Gildersleeve, they don't make any four-cent stamps. Oh, yes, they do. They do not. They do, too. They do not. They do not.
3: Oh! Boy, stop
1: fussing.
2: Well, if I knew as little about my own government as this big chowderhead... Don't you call me a chowderhead, you little termite. sleeve. One of these days, you're going to exonerate me too far.
3: <laughs>
2: and I still say they don't make any four-cent stamps. How do you know? Because I used to work in the post office. That's how I know. Is that so? Yes, that's so. I started working in the post office when I was knee-high to a mailbox. He
3: did. He did. I
2: had charge of the branch in the Savoy Hotel. Stamping at the Savoy McGee, I was known <laughs> Stamping at the Savoy McGee, slick as silk and strong as Samson, at slamming a sack of circular single-handed on a schooner sailing to the South Seas, or a streamliner scheduled to scoot to Sioux City, celebrated as a salary-saving super salesman by selling scores of six-cent stamps to sentimental sailors, sending souvenirs to sweeties in Samoa, Siam, Ceylon, San Salvador, and similar scattered seaports, smiling and singing as I stamped and sealed stuff from city to city and state to state, a solid civil servant serving citizens and scamps. Well, let's get down to the post office and buy this lug some stamp. Oh Boy, these packages are getting heavy, Molly. I'll sure be glad to unload them.
1: Well, we won't unload them very quick, dearie. Huh? Look at the long lines in front of the windows. Oh,
2: boy. Hey, folks, you mind if we squeeze in here? We got an important engagement we'd like to oh, get. Yeah. Get back in the end of the line, know. Who
3: do you think you are, anyway? Waiting in the line like the
2: rest of us. Maybe we better go to the end of the line, Molly. <laughs> it's more democratic. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: McGee... Do you realize how many people are ahead of us in this line? Huh? Seventy-three.
2: Uh, and a good thing, too. Keeps them off the streets.
1: <laughs> McGee. Huh? This man's standing in front of me. Huh? I wish he'd turn around and face the way everybody else is. He's got a blank look on his face that bothers
2: me somehow. I'll move aside a little. I can't see over these packets. You see him there? Oh, that ain't his face. Hey, bud. Uh, you got your toupee on backwards. <laughs> My goodness. Thanks, Flood.
1: Oh, look, McGee, here comes Mrs. Uppington.
2: Mrs. Uppington? What's she doing in a post office? Don't she know these places are infested with common people?
1: <laughs> I see she brought her Pekingese along to lick the stamps for. Her. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Uppington? So nice
6: to see you. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. McGee? And Mr. McGee?
2: Hi, Uppy. Hi, puppy. <laughs> Heaven, got a lot of people.
6: Do you have to stand in line like that? Don't you know anyone in an executive position who would take care of you? <laughs> well,
2: me and Jim Parley was great pals, Uppy, but Jim don't work here anymore, and I I don't know the new guy.
1: Besides, we're no better than anyone else.
6: Uh, I think, my dear, as the saying goes, you have something there. <laughs>
2: Nailing oh, uh, your Christmas packages? Oh, no. No, we just brought them down here to see if they were wrapped up as pretty as other people. <laughs>
1: Say, uh, while we're kicking the basket basket around, Abigail, what's the idea of bringing that dime-sized Doberman in here?
6: Oh, oh, you mean Cece? Cece. Oh. Oh, isn't she sweet? Oh. Another little darling.
2: Oh, sure. Say
6: hello to Mr. and
2: Mrs. McGee, Cece. Ah, wonderful, ain't it, Molly? I always wondered how you said hello in Pekingese.
6: Oh, hasn't she a sweet little face? Such bright eyes and such animation. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I could almost believe she was laughing at me. Well,
1: if she's really intelligent, how could she help it?
6: She is very intelligent, Mrs. McGee. Her mother was Champion Floradora, Conquistadora Brownie, the fifth of Philadelphia. Oh. oh. And
1: who was her father? Or am I putting Fifi on the spot?
2: I knew she was either from Philadelphia or New York, Uppy. <laughs> She's got that mutterpodden look.
3: Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. McGee. Don't thank him
1: for that one. I still don't know why you should bring her into the post office, Mrs. Uppington, when everything is so busy.
6: Oh, well, I wanted her to mix with the crowds, Mrs. McGee, oh, to yes. give her some real holiday atmosphere. This is Stevie's first Christmas, you know. Isn't it,
3: Stevie? Ah, ah, ah,
2: ah. She muffed that one up she said hello again. <laughs> Well,
6: if she did, she must have had a very good reason for it. Oh. Fifi is a very intelligent dog and very valuable, too. She's worth at least $2,000. $2,000?
2: What do you mean, $2,000? Why, shucks, that's more than I'm worth.
6: Well, some dogs are worth more than others. <laughs> good night. Some dogs, uh, dogs are worth more than others.
2: Teddy Roosevelt slayed the rough riders with that one. <laughs> Some dog. Say,
1: I was. wish we could get up to the window. This line hasn't moved two feet in a half hour.
2: Well, I'll take care of that. Watch me. Hey, up ahead there. Can't you move along any faster? Okay, okay, okay. I was just asking. You getting tired, Molly?
1: I certainly am. My feet are beginning to agitate for better working
2: conditions. Mine, too. I wish we could... Hi, this... mister. Oh, hello there, little girl. What you doing here?
7: I'm mailing a letter to Santa Claus, I betcha. <laughs> Are you?
2: <laughs> no, we're not.
7: Why? Huh? Hm? What'd you say? When?
2: <laughs> Never mind. What'd you ask Santa Claus in your letter?
7: I asked him to make the man next door not mad at me anymore because I don't think he's going to give me anything for Christmas, I betcha. <laughs>
2: well, what juvenile peccadillo aroused his antipathy, sister?
7: Hmm? What's the matter with you? (laughs) Pardon me, Mr. Parker. I said, What'd you
2: do that made the man next next door mad at you?
7: (laughs) Last summer I went in his backyard and I picked some of his permission.
2: Some of his what?
7: Permission. You know, it's a kind of a fruit that makes the picker pucker.
2: (laughs) Oh, I see what you mean. why didn't you ask him if you could pick him?
7: Well, I was afraid he wouldn't give his persimmons.
2: You mean his permission?
7: No, I picked his permissions.
2: Look, sis, you don't pick permissions. You give persimmons, Er, you persnip... Let's start over again and make it pears.
7: All righty. Grizzly pears or teddy pears?
2: So you're mailing a letter to Santa Claus, are you? Sure,
7: Chef. You see, here it is.
2: Oh, say, that's pretty good handwriting, sis.
7: I know it.
2: <laughs> Don't tell me you wrote that.
7: No, my papa wrote it. Oh. I always ask him to write my Santa Claus letter.
2: <laughs> that's a very mm-hmm. good idea.
7: Sure, it is, I mm-hmm. bet you. All us kids do that because our papas all believe in Santa Claus. <laughs>
2: Oh, they, they, they do, eh? Sure.
7: <laughs> so why should we tell them any different if it makes them happy? <laughs> Come on,
2: Mister. Hey, Molly, what makes this whole line of people give that sudden jerk every few minutes? Why,
1: don't you know? No. That seventh man up ahead has got the hiccups. No.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta say... Hi there, Fibber. Hello, Molly. Hello,
1: Mr. Wilcox. Hi,
2: Harlow. Hey, take my place in this line a while, will you? I want to go sit down someplace for a while. Me too. Gee, I'm sorry, folks. I'd like to, but I haven't got time. I just dashed in
0: here to mail some special orders to Racine, Wisconsin. What do you mean by special orders? Says he, with a sly twinkle in his eye.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know how important it is to have a home clean and shining with Johnson's Wax when all the family is home for the holidays.
1: Yes, we do. And how
0: gleaming hospitality of Johnson waxed floors and furniture lends an air of cheerfulness to yuletide gatherings. Yeah, naturally we understand all and that. And how Johnson's Wax will beautify and protect against the wear and tear of Christmas and New Year celebrations. But Dad, Rabbit, what's so special about that? Oh, just to
2: get the orders in on time. Oh, I see. So you can do your Christmas shipping early. Uh... Don't you get it, Molly? I Ah, think... uh, tai ain't funny,
3: McGee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are Christmas shipping early. Yes. That's pure golden bantam for my money.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, the only difference between Fibber and a corn crib is that you can hear the corn through
3: his crack. <laughs> well, I'll see you later, Molly.
1: Thought we'd
4: have to stand in
1: line this long two weeks before Christmas. Yeah, this... Blankets,
4: cushions, folding chairs. Might as well be comfortable while you wait, folks. Blankets, folding chairs, cushions. Get your Oh, hello there, kid. Hello, Mr. Old Timer. Since when have you
2: been working in the post office, Old Timer?
4: No, I'm kind of a pensioner around here, kids. They give me the job in memory of my sister, Nellie.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. What happened to your sister, Nellie? Well,
4: yeah. We never knew, daughter. She was a pony express rider in 1848. One day she disappeared, mailbag and all. <laughs> I figured she must have got caught in a landslide. A uh, reckless critter Nellie was. But me and Ma, we never give up hope. We always thought that someday hey. Nellie would hop. Uh-huh. What's the matter? Me, your brother.
3: Hi, Roy. How's Ma? Fine.
4: Where have you been?
3: I
1: got caught by engine. Just got away three days ago. <laughs> they got great news for you, Roy. What's They discovered gold in California. You
3: don't say.
1: Yep. Climb up in the saddle, Roy. Soon as I deliver this mail, I got to go home and get a clean shirt. This buckskin's beginning to chase me. Yeah.
0: King's Man thing, Hilda.
3: Hey, love Hilda, who plays in the band. She plays the bass drum and the tangy, she's grand. My heart goes trick, trick, trick. It jumps so high, it beats so quick. Then she gets up with a big hot lick. boom boom pa ping. Every beller bounced a tanner, did he be my wife? She keeps beating and repeating, never in your Lily, love me for two. Risk, risk, boom, 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 boom. filled with sadness tell me baby, pain a lo, fielder who plays in the band she played very strong and I tell you she's grand my heart goes trick 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 it you so high it beats so quick then she gets up with a big heart high- never in your life hey won't feel a love yes, for you Risk, really, boom, boom, boom. Yes, for you Risk, crash boom 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 oh my Hilda.
1: Those packages a while. Your arms must be numb.
2: It ain't so much my arms. It's it's my foot. My my foot is. Oh. Hey, Bud. You, you you in front of me there. See, si, Senor. Look, uh, I don't like to be rude, and you please forgive me for introducing myself. But I'm Fibber McGee.
5: Very happy to meet you, Senor. Permit me to introduce me. I am Pedro Gonzalez Gomez Vargas Pereira de Friere. <laughs> Hi, Pete.
3: <laughs>
2: now that we know each other, <laughs> will you please get off my
5: foot? Si, sí, senor. Ah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Es por nada, senor. <laughs> it is pleasure to do business with you. Uh-huh. Anytime I can get off your foot, please let me know.
3: Yes. <laughs> Don't think
5: I won't, bud. Bye, my <laughs>
1: You sound like two gentlemen of the old school with apples for the teacher. Oh, well. Oh, dear. I'm <sighs> so tired. Really? Me,
4: too. For two cents, I'd dump these Oh, bags... there. Good day, my dear. And a dull December to you, crab meat.
1: Hi, Boomer. What are you doing in the post office, Mr.
4: Boomer? Always come in here to write my letters. Small, smart, and smell nice. <laughs> Wonderful feeling to be able to walk away from a federal pen without hearing bloodhounds in the distance. <laughs>
1: I, uh, hope you're writing your dear old mother a Christmas letter, Mr. Boomer.
4: Exactly what I am doing, my dear. Have to be careful what I say, too. The warden reads every word of her letter. <laughs> let me see now. What did I do with Mother's letter? Like to read it to you. Ah, no,
2: never mind, Boomer. We're too tired of
4: Now, let me see. Where did I put Mother's letter? Had it right here a moment ago. Here's a short end of an exploded cigar. <laughs> Just the butt of an old joke, you might say. <laughs> Invitation to a New England boiled dinner. Ought to be interesting. Never been boiled at a New England dinner. Well,
1: uh, never mind looking, Mr. Boomer. We're in no mood. Yet.
4: Ah, what's this? Pair of cellophane gloves. Very handy to let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. <laughs> a couple of diamond shoulder clips I picked up as I shouldered my way out of a clip joint. <laughs> and a check. Well, well, imagine that. A check. Made out to a man named Mortis Pan. Mortis Pan, Mortispan. M O R T I. Excuse me while I go practice a signature. Good day, my dear. Introduce day, to What a
2: crook. Isn't
1: he, though? He was born with a gold chisel in his mouth. Yeah. How many ahead of us, dearie? I'm
2: about ready to give up here. Know, it's only three now, Molly. Just hang on. Oh, it's only two. Lady just got through.
1: Hold the packages to one side, dearie. Uh, I want to lean against you a few minutes. All okay, right, don't. you're next,
2: madam. Hey, come on. We're next at the window, Molly. Uh, thank goodness this will soon be over. And
1: that's what I say. I'm completely exhausted. All right, sir, you're next.
2: Uh, Bud, you're a sight for sore eyes. Here. Now, oh, uh, weigh them packages and tell me how much postage. Sorry, sir. Can't do that here. Huh? Why
1: not? We've been standing in line here for three <laughs> hours. But this is the money order, Window. You'll have to get in that long line over there. Oh. Oh.
0: and Molly will be back in just a moment. Well, these certainly are busy times for all of us. There are so many more things to do than we can possibly squeeze into every 24 hours. That's probably one reason why so many women sing the praises of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, the floor polish uh, that saves them so many hours of work. With glow coat, the care of floors, especially linoleum surfaces, is remarkably simple. There's practically no work to it at all. Just pour a little glow coat onto your clean floor, spread it around, and let it dry. Come back in 20 minutes to find a sparkling surface, colors bright and cheerful, protected against scratches and dirt. And Glow Coat will greatly lengthen the life of your linoleum, too. Ask your dealer for Johnson's Glow Coat in the familiar red and yellow can. And by the way, when you're making up your Christmas list, don't forget that either Glow Coat or Johnson's Wax makes a very
2: useful and welcome gift for a friend. Ladies and gentlemen, the prevention and control of tuberculosis is a year round fight. But only at Christmas time are you asked for financial support and encouragement.
1: That's right. So be sure your letters and packages are decorated with Christmas seals.
2: Thank you, and good
1: night. Good night, all.
0: This is Marlowe Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. Would you rather drive a dull, dingy car or a sparkling, shiny one? Maybe you still think the job of wax polishing is costly or hard work. Then let me urge you to investigate and try car new. Johnson sensational new, easy-to-use auto polish. Car New does two things at once, both cleans and wax polishes in one operation, in half the time these jobs used to require. Car New's cost is low, and once you've seen what beautiful results it gives, you'll say with car owners everywhere, your car looks like new when you use Car New, spelled C-A-R-N-U. This is
5: the National Broadcasting Company. Oh.